Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park, located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. I am so grateful to be here with you today, and I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave us messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your comments, questions, and topics for future shows. Also, if you are interested in being a guest on our radio show, please call or text us at 612-999-3426. Once again, 612-999-3426. You can also contact us on our website at livinghealthyradio.com. There you can find information about upcoming guests as well as listen to our previous shows. We look forward to hearing from you. We are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our radio shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other podcast and streaming services. You can also watch our broadcast live on the radio station's Facebook page at AM950 Radio. We have another great show for you today. Uh, joining me in a few minutes will be Ed Hahn, Director of Marketing and Communication at the National Eagle Center. And he's joining me, and we're going to talk about what is going on and what's happening at the National Eagle Center and why you should check it out this winter season. Now, winter is a uniquely eagle season in the upper Mississippi River Valley and the driftless area of southeastern Minnesota and southwestern Wisconsin, attracting hundreds of migratory bald eagles to the river and golden eagles to the blufflands. Plus, we're going to learn about how the center's mission educates and inspires people from all walks of life and how you can get involved in supporting care and educational mission of the Eagle Ambassadors. You will enjoy listening to my show today. This is going to be a lot of fun. I've been uh, looking forward to having Ed on the show for several months now, and uh, this, is the, uh, this is the show, so we're excited about that. If you have a question for Ed today, um, you can get that question answered by texting me at 612-999-3426. Once again, 612-999-3426. Now, don't worry. If you missed that number, I will repeat it throughout the show. Also, don't wait till the show's ended uh, to text us your questions. Often we receive many of the same questions after the show has ended. If you have a question, many others do as well. So please contact us during the show. And we look forward to answering your questions today. Uh, we received several calls this week regarding our previous show with Jonna Phillips, Therapy Program Director, and Eric Wickheiser, um, the board chair from the Veteran Resilience Project, VRP. And they joined me to talk about the effectiveness of using eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy, commonly known as EMDR, to treat military trauma, post-traumatic stress symptoms, military sexual trauma, moral injury, soldier heart, combat stress, and many other after effects of war and military service. The Veteran Resilience Project serves all Minnesota veterans and connects veterans and military members to a VRP network therapist and provides 12 free 
EMDR therapy sessions, and this is regardless of VA eligibility. More information can be found online at veteranresilienceproject.org. That's veteranresilienceproject.org. Or you can listen to my podcast interview with Jonna and Eric on the AM950 radio website or on your favorite podcast service. That was a great show last week. Uh, We had a lot of uh, comments and questions that have uh, come in from that. So uh, please um, reach out to, to them. Um, it's, uh, it's been helping a lot of veterans um, work themselves back into just a better quality of life. So I encourage people to, uh, to do that. All right. I want to welcome my guest for today's show, Ed Hahn, Director of Marketing and Communication at the National Eagle Center. Welcome to the show. Well, good morning or good afternoon, Ken. It's a pleasure to join you. <laughs> yes, like I said earlier, I, I've been looking forward to this show for quite a while. Um, the uh, the National Eagle Center I visited uh, several times over the last few years, and it is just phenomenal. So I'm hoping we can generate a lot of interest here from our listeners to uh, to explore what that whole uh, organization that you have uh, can do for us. But before we jump into this, I would love to tell have you tell us a bit about your background. Yeah, well, uh, so I've been uh, at the National Eagle Center for seven and a half years now. And uh, yeah, I guess my journey to, to joining the organization really is, is not one you would, would say is, is an expected one. Um, I actually went to school for uh, media and public relations and really did not have any, you know, natural sciences or animal science background before I got to the National Eagle Center in, in 2015. Um, but I, I landed in the right spot because I absolutely love it. Um, I really love interacting with our members, our guests, our online audiences, and, and really sharing the knowledge that we have of eagles and, you know, sharing just the, the wonderful experiences of nature with them because they take so much away from it. So, you know, our, our audiences, our members, they love eagles, they're excited to learn, and that is just super rewarding. So, you know, I mean, with your background, what inspired you, you know, really to pursue this as your career? Yeah, well, again, you know, I, I didn't ever think that I would be working, uh, one, in nonprofit, but two, <laughs> um, at a nature organization. So uh, it just it was one of those things where it was the right place at the right time. You know, I was looking for a change in my career uh, in 2015, and just so happened that uh, a professional colleague of mine uh, said, hey, you should check out the National Legal Center. I'd never been uh, to the center before. I, I live in Winona. Uh, which so it's just you know a short half an hour drive away, uh, but I, I'd never been there. Uh, visited for uh, the interview and just to check things out, and the rest is history. It's just it made a, a huge impression on me, and I'm just so thrilled to be part of the organization. Yeah, and and what I'd like to do just uh, so that people can understand this, I said I, I'm like you. I had no idea this existed. I I was born in Minnesota, raised in Minnesota, um, and it wasn't until I just literally stumbled across it while visiting Lake City on Lake Pepin in um, in uh, the southwest or southeast part of the state, and someone just happened to mention, "Oh, you know, while you're here, you should go down to Wampasha and check out the National Eagle Center." And I, I did. I had my kids with me, 
and it was the most amazing experience. So I really encourage uh, people to do that. Um, while while we're talking about that, I want to let people know that if they go online to the na- go to nationaleaglecenter.org, nationaleaglecenter.org. It is a mo- it's an amazing website, first of all, but they can get a real sense and feel for all the different things that that uh, you have going on there. And we'll talk about those things throughout the show here. But um, I think if you could maybe start, we won't finish in this segment here, but if you could just start and talk about the history and the background of the organization. I mean, it's such an interesting uh, story about how people got together with a, a passion and really made something incredible. Sure. You know, it, it is an incredible story, and it really has to do with, um, you know, having dedicated people uh, in the right place at the right time. Um, as we all know, the bald eagle went through a period of uh, critical endangerment last century, uh, and that really resulted from the widespread use of DDT, which was an amazing insecticide, was very good at its job, uh, but obviously had the unfortunate and unintended uh, side effects of uh, basically literally starting to wipe out the, the bald eagle population. And it wasn't just bald eagles either. You had other raptors um, and wildlife that were Im- impacted as well. But that was really uh, the species that garnered the most attention. Um, and so we still have lots of guests and members who share stories with us all the time about you know, God, when I was younger, you know, I remember the first bald eagle I ever saw. I remember when and where it was, and that was a really almost life-changing experience. Uh, and so that became uh, really part of the American experience, that when you saw a bald eagle, you remembered when and where it was because they became so scarce uh, during, you know, the 1960s, 70s, 80s. Uh, but one of the places in the lower 48 United States during that that period of endangerment, that people could come to reliably see bald eagles was the Wabasha area in the wintertime. And that is because the unique properties of the Mississippi River at that part of, of the river um, maintains open water during the winter season. And open water, because it still has access to fish, the primary uh, part of a bald eagle's diet, is very attractive to them. So lots of those eagles from parts further north, northern Minnesota, Wisconsin, up into Canada, come every winter into the upper Mississippi River Valley to access fish during the winter. And so you had local people in Wabasha that, you know, were eagle enthusiasts, bird watchers, and they would bring their friends and family who had those same interests to Wabasha during the winter. And that interest grew into kind of an informal uh, viewing group that would bring people to Wabasha on the weekends in the winter. And eventually they built a wooden viewing platform right on the banks of the Mississippi, which is literally uh, just outside where today's National Eagle Center sits. And they would set up spotting scopes and watch the eagles. And one thing led to another. And in 1989, that group of local volunteers incorporated into what is Eagle Watch, Inc. That is the legal entity of the National Eagle Center. And then 10 years after that, they opened the first Eagle Center, as it was known, on a small storefront on Main Street in downtown Wabasha. And then in uh, 2007, we opened up uh, the center that people know and love today. So that's 
really kind of the story in a nutshell. People always ask, well, of all the places in the United States, the National Eagle Center could be located. Why Wabasha? <laughs> and that really is it. And it's because winter in that part, in, in this part of the country, uh, is a hot spot for bald eagles. All right. Listen, the music is cueing us out here, Ed. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Ed Hahn, Director of Marketing and Communication at the National Eagle Center, located in Wabasha, Minnesota, on the Mississippi River, 30 minutes south of Red Wing on Highway 61. If you have a question for Ed, text me at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Ed Hahn, Director of Marketing and Communication at the National Eagle Center, located in Wabasha, Minnesota, and that's on the Mississippi River, 30 miles south of Red Wing on Highway 61, just so people know where this is located. And it's a, it's a world-class Eagle Center, I'll tell you. Um, and I really encourage people to visit that and check it out. Today we're talking about what is happening at the National Eagle Center and why you should check it out this winter season. Uh, winter is uniquely Eagle season here in the upper Mississippi River Valley and uh, and the driftless area of southeastern Minnesota and southwestern Wisconsin. We'll talk, we'll ask Ed about, well, what does driftless area mean? We'll get that squared away here in this next segment. But in the winter, it attracts hundreds of migratory bald eagles to the river and the rarely seen golden eagles that are haven't been uh, seen here much in the past, but they uh, will, will come here now um, in all the bluff lands. Because if you've been out down to that part of the world, Lake Pepin area, um, it's got amazing bluffs, uh, just a beautiful area of Minnesota. But uh, we're also going to learn more about the center's mission here in this next segment uh, about educating and inspiring people from all walks of life. So if you have a question for Ed, you can text us at 612-999-3426. All right, let's get back into our conversation with Ed. Hey, Ed, what um, if, our, if our listeners have more, more information or want more information or have more, or have more questions, what's the best way for them to uh, find out uh, things that are going on at the National Eagle Center. Yeah, so if they're interested in, in you know events or scheduling things, definitely go to the website at nationaleaglecenter.org. Uh, but if they just have specific questions, um, they can always, uh, there, there are links on the website, or they can uh, email us directly at info at nationaleaglecenter.org. Again, info at nationaleaglecenter.org. Or if they're on Facebook, they can always uh, look us up on Facebook, and they can shoot us a direct message as well. And we uh, we do our best to respond to all of those in a timely manner and make sure that uh, they get answers to all the questions they have. Yeah, sounds great. I'm um, starting to get some text questions here. 
um, one person said, now, are you sure they're open during the winter time? <laughs> and, and so, and he also asked, uh, if they are open, what are the hours of uh, operation or what are the open hours uh, to go visit the center? Could you, uh, could you uh, respond to that question? Absolutely. So uh, there, there might be a little bit of confusion because last winter uh, we were closed for a major renovation of the center. So that was kind of a, a blip on the radar, but that is now in the rearview mirror. We are open uh, daily during the winter. We are open from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. each and every single day. Uh, and if you're looking to avoid crowds, this is the quieter season for us, although it should be the busy season because now the Eagles are, are out in numbers. Uh but if you're looking to avoid crowds and you just kind of want to have a, a more quiet experience, I would suggest people come anytime Monday through Thursday. Okay. Yeah, when I was there, uh, I was there both during the week one time and during the weekend the other time. And a lot of great activity, great energy around there. And, of course, uh, we'll talk more about uh, some of the ambassadors that you have there. Um, that, that creates just a lot of excitement for, for kids and adults. Um, I, I want to keep going back a little bit uh, in our conversation from last segment to talk about the mission. Uh, this is such a, again, people that had a real passion for this. And I think a lot of people know, you know over the years you know, how close this, uh, this national treasure uh, came to be extinct. Um, I know that looking at, at information, um, about uh, 100 years ago or so, or a little bit more than 100 years ago, there was about 100,000, uh, I think, nesting pairs is what I'm reading. And uh, after the DDT and, and hunting and other things that occurred during the, the mid-20th century, um, they were down to about 400 pairs is what I'm, what I'm reading. So we, we really, yeah, I mean, this, this, I mean this, this species literally almost went extinct. And if it, it was, if it wasn't for the passionate work and the, the efforts of, uh, of people to turn that around, I mean, uh, it, it's amazing too. Within, within a generation, we could have lost a national symbol of our country. And so it's great. Again, this is just so amazing to have, have what you guys have down there in Wabasha uh, to help talk about the history. But, but again, I want to go back to that mission um, of, of what, is, what is the reason why you guys exist? Yeah, you know, I would say there's there's a kind of multiple prongs to the mission, but you know, first and foremost, uh, it really again grew out of the fact that they were endangered, uh, and Wabasha was a place for eagles. Uh, it's kind of the heart of of bald eagle territory, as as I like to refer to it. Um, you know, and through our uh, through our history up till just recently, the focus of the center really was more on kind of the natural side of things, uh, the behavior, the biology of of bald eagles. But more recently, uh, the center has come into the possession of uh, the Preston Cook American Eagle Collection, uh, which was uh, gifted to us by the collector Preston Cook, a gentleman who. Uh, had his career out in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, and for over 50 years now, he has basically dedicated uh, his life to collecting all things eagle uh, from American history and culture. Uh, everything from stamps to posters to coins to military artifacts to, you know, government uh, artifacts. Um, and so with that on display now, uh, following our renovations that I mentioned earlier, uh, we also talk about the historical and cultural connections that we have 
to bald eagles, especially in this country. Um, you know, certainly eagles of all types, there's over, you know, 60 species throughout the world, um, have always had a special place and special relationship to humans and human civilization uh, because they're inspiring. You know, obviously, uh, birds have always captured our imagination as humans because they can fly in that sense of freedom um, that they have. Uh, but certainly the bald eagle in, in American culture and American history holds a very special place. And so now we have expanded our mission to go from beyond just the natural and the biological to also include uh, the cultural and historical. And that also extends to educating people about the connections and importance that bald eagles have uh, to native cultures as well. That's also something uh, that we are expanding our offerings and missions to uh, educate on. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, um I had another question that's come in here uh, on our text line, and they wanted to know, is there, is there a connection between the National Eagle Center and the, the Raptor Center in the Twin Cities that uh, is, I think, world famous for helping um, uh, e- uh, eagles and raptors recover from injuries? And, and uh, it's kind of almost like a, a surgical center for raptors. Um, is, is there any connection between the two organizations? Yeah, so they're two separate organizations. Uh, obviously, the Raptor Center is part of the University of Minnesota. Um, the National Eagle Center, again, Eagle Watch, Inc., is a private nonprofit. Uh, so really the only connection uh, that we have to the, the Raptor Center directly is that they serve as the veterinarians for the Eagle Ambassadors that we care for at the center. But other than that, we are two separate organizations. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. I remember when I was down there, they did recently have one of the uh, ambassadors, um, I think, come back from the Raptor Center. Uh, and so always just amazing stories down there. Um, we got the music here, Ed, so we're going to be queuing out here in a few, uh, few seconds. Um, all right, folks, I want to uh, let you know that we are talking with Ed Hahn, Director of Marketing and Communication at the National Eagle Center, located in Wabasha, Minnesota, on the Mississippi River, about 30 miles south of Red Wing on Highway 61. And we're talking about what's happening at the National Eagle Center and why you should check it out this winter season. This is the time to do it. We've got uh, eagles all flocking together, and uh, and uh, we'll talk more about why they flock there in the next segment. But uh, it's a great time to go visit this amazing, amazing center. If you have a question for us, please text us at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Ed Hahn, Director of Marketing and Communication at the National Eagle Center, and that's located in Wabasha, Minnesota, on the Mississippi River, and that's just about 30 miles south of Red Wing on Highway 61, and we're talking about what's happening at the National Eagle Center and why you should check it out this winter season. Yes, they are open year-round, 
And I know many places, uh, especially in that southeastern part of the state, tend to close down over the winter. But this is open year-round, and it's absolutely worth the trip to go check out this National Eagle Center. If you have a question for us, please text us at 612-999-3426. Once again, 612-999-3426. Okay, before we return to our conversation, I want to mention this radio show is brought to you in part each week by Minnesota Hospice. Minnesota Hospice is a locally owned independent medical practice serving our Twin Cities communities with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. The team at Minnesota Hospice has been providing patients and family members with award-winning end-of-life health care services. Hospice, as you may know, brings compassionate medical, social, emotional, and spiritual services to your home with typically no cost to you or your family. Please do not wait to learn how hospice care can benefit you and your loved ones. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the caring team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. They are available to answer your questions 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and that phone number is answered by a registered nurse. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. Once again, that number is 952-898-1022. Or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. All right, let's return to our conversation with Ed Hahn from the National Eagle Center. Ed, how can our listeners contact your organization uh, or ask questions if they want more information? You can always go to the website at nationaleaglecenter.org. You can leave an email at info at nationaleaglecenter.org, or you can look us up on Facebook and send us a direct message, and we will get right back to you. All right, fantastic. Okay, we got so much to cover here, and uh, and I want to make sure we get as much of it in as possible. Um, I, you guys are a, a, a nonprofit, and Correct. and so you know people have uh, the ability to donate uh, to your the National Eagle Center, and so I want to make sure we we let people know that that's a that's something that they can do for as little as fifty dollars a year. Right, people can join and become a member, and there's all different levels of membership to the organization? That is correct. And, in fact, we also, just in the past six months, have rolled out a new uh, and exciting program that people are really starting to, to catch on to, and that is our Adopt an Eagle program. And that starts uh, at the $25 level. And what that is is essentially you adopt one of the Eagle ambassadors at the center. You can pick your, your favorite, whichever one you want. Um, and depending on what level you adopt at, you get – uh, various exclusive materials. You get a certificate of adoption. You get a nice uh, picture, photo of of your adopted eagle. And then uh, as you go up in level, you can start to get things like monthly and quarterly updates. You might get some exclusive video content uh, about your ambassador and your adoptee. Uh, so that is a really exciting program that's, that's really brand new at the center. And so if somebody is looking to do that, uh, it's a great way to stay engaged and continually learn about the life and the care of your eagle uh, for you know, the whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to. I also want to talk about some of the different experiences that your organization can provide, which are amazing. Um, but I wanted to mention uh, or just uh, talk about the eagles themselves. You actually have live eagles at the center, and they are. Um, you guys do presentations throughout the day with these live eagles. 
And you know, one of the eagles uh, was an angel. Um, that's the one I remember. I remember seeing when I was down there years ago. Um, that that eagle's been there for several years, hasn't it? Yeah, Angel has been at the center since 2001. She was actually the second ambassador to come to the center. Now, uh, the original Eagle ambassador was Harriet, and that is an eagle that a lot of people uh, came to know very well over the years. And she's actually also the eagle that is featured on the Minnesota Support Our Troops license plate. And that really is to commemorate uh, all the work that she did doing veterans outreach uh, during her time at the at the National Eagle Center. So. Uh, she did a lot of trips to the VA hospital in St. Paul, um, and so she's honored with that uh, that commemoration on the license plate as well. But yes, Angel has been there since 2001. Oh, what is a typical lifespan of, of bald eagles? Yeah, popular question, and, and the reality is, is pretty fascinating. So if, if it's a wild eagle, um, they can live on average about 20 to 25 years. That's a pretty... Um, solid lifespan for a wild eagle. However, in human care, their quality of life is so much better. They just don't have those stresses of living out in the wild. They get veterinary care, climate-controlled conditions, daily meals. Uh, We could see our ambassadors live into their 30s or even their early 40s. That's amazing. Um, it is. Yeah, that is. So, so we, yeah, we could see Angel there for a while longer before uh, she retires. <laughs> so, yeah, she's uh, only twenty three right now. So, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's fantastic. And I, and I want to make sure again, people understand um, just this how how interactive the center is. I mean, when you walk through this place, and I haven't I haven't been there since it was uh, you know remodeled or updated here last year. Um, but you've got throughout the day, you've got um, uh, experts that are that are talking about the eagle and answering questions, and it's it's literally right there in front of your face. I mean, it's it's a very interactive experience when you're at the Eagle Center. Yes, absolutely. You know, the the, the primary building we now refer to it as our riverfront building that people are familiar with. That has two floors of exhibits, and following the renovations that I mentioned earlier, that whole building is now dedicated to uh, the care of the Eagle Ambassadors themselves and exhibit space. It used to be that the second floor housed all of our administrative offices and things like that, but we have since moved those office spaces across the alley onto Main Street. So the whole building uh, is dedicated to the Eagles and learning about Eagles, and those two floors have you know interactive exhibits, um, the stars of the show are on display in what, the room that we call Ambassador Avenue. It's, it's known as a mew. That's a falconry term. Uh, so they live in that space. They're on display every single day. And just like you said, uh, people can get in there. Uh, they can get very close to the birds. Um, and there's always one of our naturalists in there to answer any and all of their questions. So for, for a lot of our guests, that really is uh, the highlight uh, that and going to one of our, our programs, our daily programs that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But getting to see the eagles up close, just a few feet away, and just get to observe them, you know, living their daily lives, eating their their meals, maybe doing an enrichment, taking a bath. All of those things are experiences that people don't get every day, but they do get every day at the National Eagle Center, and people uh, absolutely love those experiences. Well, no, for sure. And it's, uh, again, just, just the architecture of the building. Uh, if people have a chance to go online, they can get some glimpses of it. But, I mean, you have walls of windows 
overlooking the, the Mississippi River. And you can see the eagles in their natural habitat, and you can also see them right there up close in the center itself. Yes, and that is that I would say is one of the unique aspects of the National Eagle Center is, yes, you're getting to watch wild eagles right outside the center, out on the river, uh, but then as you're watching them, you're literally standing next to the eagle ambassadors just a few feet away. And it's not every day that you get to learn about a topic or a subject matter and you get to experience it that way. A lot of times you're kind of learning things, you know, remotely or from a distance. Uh, So at the National Eagle Center, you're learning about eagles out in the wild, and then you have the ambassadors uh, who are right there next to you. That that is a truly unique way to learn a great educational experience. I should also add, Ken, that people may be wondering, well, why are the the ambassadors at the center? Uh, They have all been permanently injured uh, Mm -hmm. and rescued out in the wild. Uh, They went through rehabilitation. The goal of rehabilitation is always to get those uh, birds back out into the wild if they are able to. But unfortunately, uh, sometimes their their injuries are of a nature that just don't allow that to happen. And so when that happens, uh, rehab centers have to find permanent homes for those birds. And we are, you know, it's unfortunate that the ambassadors have to live with us at the National Eagle Center. Uh, but we are very honored to be their caretakers. But we also wish that, you know, they could live out in the wild uh, as well, but that's just not able to be the case. Two of the eagles that we have, uh, Angel and Columbia, are females. They have permanent wing injuries, and they are unable to sustain flight. Our two males, Latch and Washaka, they both have left eye injuries and so are, are blind on their left side. And for animals that are so visually oriented, blindness in one of those eyes would be a death sentence in the wild. Yeah, and... I, and um... And what's interesting too, and I know you've got some great uh, education special specialists that that walk people through um, each of the eagles that are out there when they're on when they're in um, being presented. Uh, and it is it is interesting to know that that so many times um, people that do run across an injured eagle, they do bring it bring it to the University of Minnesota the Twin Cities Center, and a lot of times uh, the eagles when will get um, you know brought to places like yours. For 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 being able to, again be able to add a real special uh, uh, element to our lives when they wouldn't be able to survive in the in the wild as it is. So I mean they're they're really serving a great purpose. Um, and they're and what's interesting too is when you're down there, these animals are massive. These are big when they when they flap their wings. That's almost as as uh, as long as and, and as tall as the uh, the educators that are talking about them. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's interesting because uh, eagles especially are, are almost uh, contradictions in terms because they, they are very large. You know, their wingspans can get between six and seven feet, uh, wingtip to wingtip. Uh, but people are always amazed to learn how much they weigh. And the thing to keep in mind is uh, with, e- with bald eagles, they're covered in over 7,000 individual feathers. And I can assure you that a lot of that is fluff. Um, But the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, one of the the keys to flight is to be lightweight. Um, And so a lot of people will look at the birds, and they are big. Physically, they are large. But when it comes to their actual weight and composition, they are not as heavy as many people would suspect. 
Wow. All right. Um, we're ending this segment here in a few seconds. But when we get back, I'd love to talk um, about a very special spokesperson that uh, that you had uh, uh, talked to me about here um, when we get back. And as a part of the whole outreach program that the National Eagle Center does and, and the great work that you guys are doing to help sustain um, the wonderful information that we have about the eagles and, and how important it is to maintain those habitats and to support uh, the work that you guys do. It's time for a short break, folks. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Ed Hahn, Director of Marketing and Communication at the National Eagle Center, located here in Minnesota, in Wabasha, on the Mississippi River, 30 minutes south of Red Wing on Highway 61. And we were talking about what's happening at the National Eagle Center and why you need to check it out this winter season. If you have a question for us, please text us at 612-999-3426. Once again, 612-999-3426. I am Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways of improving your health and quality of life. And my name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Ed Hahn, and he is the Director of Marketing and Communication at the National Eagle Center, located in Wabasha, Minnesota, on the Mississippi River, about 30-some miles, about 40-minute drive south of Red Wing, on Highway 61, and we've been talking about what's happening at the National Eagle Center and why you should check it out this winter season. And uh, the uh, the thing is, winter is a uniquely eagle season here in the uh, southeast part of the Mississippi area of Minnesota, the southwest area of Wisconsin. Uh, it's it's uh, so amazing that uh, all these eagles migrate here over the winter and uh, because we do have open water at certain points on the river, and that's where they can feed. And uh, it's, a, it's an amazing sight to see when you can see uh, a dozen eagles all perched in trees along the river. Um, quite, a, quite a sight to see. But we've been talking about uh, the center's mission to help educate and inspire people from all walks of life and how you can get involved in supporting care and educational missions of the Eagle Ambassadors. So if you have a question for us, please text us at 612-999-3426. And if you have any questions for Ed, you can reach him at the org, and you can call them 651-565-4989. And... Um, uh, I really encourage you to uh, to look at their website, nationaleaglecenter.org. All right, Ed, are you still on the line? 
I am here. All right. All right. We have the last segment here. And I, this, uh, there's so many more questions I have for you. So much more to talk about. I'll have to see if we can get well, you. We can re- talk all day, to be perfectly honest. Well, no, no. But that's, <laughs> I tell people that one of the, the one criteria I have to be a guest on the show is a passion for something. And, uh, and this, this is a, such a great thing that you guys are doing down there in Wabasha. And uh, I, I think it just – grandparents, parents bringing children down there, I think it would be something that kids would remember their whole life. And it, and it also would be a great experience for the parents and grandparents to, uh, to show children uh, just the amazing things that your organization has been doing. And I do want to talk about just briefly here the fact that you guys have such a great outreach program and you touch so many people in so many ways that isn't necessarily apparent um, thinking, oh, I'm going to go to like a quote-unquote museum, that's not the case here at all. You guys are so active in the communities and outreach, and I wanted to see if you could just share um, with us the story of David that uh, you had shared with me previously. Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. The, the, the birds are inspirational. They provide motivation. Uh, they just they touch lives. And uh, right now we have a, a new spokesperson who actually volunteered uh, to, to have his story shared to help uh, people support the Eagles. And his name is David. He's an 11-year-old boy uh, from Illinois. And I believe it was last year uh, he has to go monthly to the Mayo Clinic in Rochester. And so, you know, he was going there for, for appointments, and his mother told him that as a reward for, for doing the appointments, uh, they would stop at the National Eagle Center. And so they did that last year. And David showed up, and he immediately formed a very strong bond and connection with uh, the Eagles, specifically Ambassador Washaka. And uh, I'll I'll paraphrase here, but he said, when I came in and our eyes met, um, I instantly knew that he was my Eagle and I am his person. And so David basically now stops in at the center every single month uh, that he goes to to Mayo Clinic in Rochester. And so, you know, he just, and he's just one person, but I think his story exemplifies the significance and the meaning uh, and the inspiration that the bald eagle, but specifically, you know, our, our eagle ambassadors have for people. And that's not just, you know, kids. That's not just adults. Uh, we see that with veterans as well. Um, we've had people literally come to the National Eagle Center on hospital beds before because that was either their their dying wish Mm -hmm. or they just, you know, felt such a need to be close to the birds uh, during a time of treatment or illness or or what have you. So, you know, David is is a a brilliant young boy, um, very passionate about the eagles and sharing the knowledge and the love of eagles with the whole world. And so we're very grateful for him for, for lending his voice to that. Uh, but it's also so rewarding for our entire team and our entire organization to see the positive impact that working with the Eagles and our programming and our mission is able to have for people like David. And again, he's just one person, but right now he's kind of the face and the voice for all of those people out there whose lives have been touched uh, by the Eagles at the National Eagle Center. Fantastic. We're at the end of the show here, Ed. So, but if, if people want to donate or get more information, they can go to the website, nationaleaglecenter.org, and that's where they can uh, help support this amazing effort that you guys are doing. 
All right. Thank you so much, Ed, for joining me today. We hope you enjoyed today's show, folks. Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. You can reach us anytime by voice or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, please choose to live well.